Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. God's church must be a place of hope. Many persons are hurting, many hearts are broken, their dreams have been shattered and their hopes faded. Many persons are lonely and many persons are sad. Many are broken and torn. Many are crushed and stressed. This is just a hurting, haunting and troubled world. Many people are ag agitated. Their past wounds have been aggravated and they are experiencing their hurt all over again. Hurting people are everywhere, in our homes, at the workplaces, in the taxis, and the buses. We see them every day. Some are yearning for a word of comfort, a friendly smile, or even just a warm embrace. But social distancing and isolation have created a scenario that causes the hurting to hurt much more. Their hurt is intensified. The loneliness is magnified and these people are being pressed and confined to a prison of hopelessness and mental chaos. They come to our churches. They sit in our pews. They come for a word of hope. They come to experience love. They come to experience grace. Would they be disappointed? Would they be disappointed if they come to our church? Or would they have an experience that would make them want to stay? Christ means for his church to be a place of healing. But sometimes we make it into something else. A place where people are bashed, criticized and scorned. Because we are often reacting to the externals and not trying to reach the heart. The infirmed woman was healed by Jesus in the synagogue one Sabbath. And it caused an uproar of protest. Luke chapter 13. That simply means that if Jesus had not been there that Sabbath, that lady's worship experience would not have been a very pleasant one. Because nobody cared about her pain. Nobody cared about her loneliness. Nobody cared about her life. They only cared about maintaining the sanctity of the Sabbath. And being thus minded, they were desecrating every moment of the day with their hypocritical worship and their loveless praises. Do you think it, is, it could be the same thing today? What would the hurting people, the lonely people, the hopeless people, the fear-filled people experience at your church? What will you do to make the other worshippers at church have a rich spiritual experience? Will you go there with selfishness and pride? Or will you go to spread love and joy and show someone that you care? What will you do to make your church a place where everyone who comes will experience grace and hope and love? What will you do? Hear Paul's words to the church in Colossae. Colossians chapter 3, reading from verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, 
holy and beloved, clothe yourself with hearts of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another and forgive any complaint you may have against someone else. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which is the bond of perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. For to this you were called as members of one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. It is very important, my brothers and sisters, that we understand that our attitude towards one another is what determines whether the worship we give is accepted or rejected by God. Worship and fellowship cannot be truly separated. Our worship influences our fellowship, and our fellowship defines our worship. As the theologian Robert Weber says, Worship is not an event, it is a lifestyle. Paul, in his letter to the, to the Ephesian Christians, emphasizes the fact that when we have and cherish wrong attitudes towards others, we are guilty of grieving the very Spirit of God. And if we are grieving the Spirit, then the worship we give cannot be acceptable to God. He cautions them that their Christian walk must not resemble in any way their former walk. Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 4, reading from verse 17. So I tell you this, and is insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their hearts. Having lost all sense of shame, they have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with a craving for more. But this is not the way you came to know Christ. Surely you heard of him and were taught in him, in keeping with the truth that is in Jesus, to put off your former way of life, your old self, which has been corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on your new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. He who has been stealing must steal no longer but must work doing good with his own hands that he may have something to share with the one in need. Let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building up the other building up the one in need, and bringing grace to those who listen. That is Ephesians 4, 17-29. Then Paul explains that when there is a lack of love, when there is bitterness and malice, anger, resentment, and pride amongst the people of God, God's spirit is being grieved. 
and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, outcry and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and tender-hearted to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ. God forgave you. What will be happening at your church today? How will you impact the worship service today? Will you go with a heart filled with anger, resentment, pride and malice? Or will you go to spread the love of Jesus to all? Will you go with your mouth filled with gossip or with praises to God? How will you impact the worship today? Will you help to make church a place where people can find hope and love? Will you help to make others experience grace? How will you impact the worship service today? Oh God, have mercy on us, your children. Forgive us for not making your church the way it ought to be. And help us by your grace to make church a safe place, a place of hope, a place where people come and experience grace and love and joy, a place of healing. Father, help us to have the right attitude one towards the other. Help us to be like Jesus and to reflect his grace as we interact with each other. Have mercy on us, we pray, and bless your church. We commit this day to you, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.